Hey guys, Ryan DeMint from Chasing Happiness Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day. This week on the podcast, we have Sean Harper, seven-year professional football player, motivational speaker, author, and full of energy. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Let's have fun. Let's win. Let's go for it. Yeah, I like that. Win is, is great. So let's start with some background on you. Tell kind of what you're doing, where you've been, and then we'll get into your journey and really talk about winning and success and mentality and getting over the hump. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, I played seven years professional football, Rams, Colts, uh, over in NFL Europe as well. Had a great time block for some great running backs and quarterbacks. I played offensive line. I played everywhere from right tackle to left tackle, except for center. I didn't play center. Uh, (laughs) Stepped away from the game, brought the same concepts and the methodologies that I've learned in sports and I applied it to corporate America and I've had tremendous success. And there's a lot of things that they teach you in life that you're taught in life and the way that you're taught in life, you're taught to be successful, but you're not taught to win. And I just wasn't satisfied with being successful. I want to win. And for all your listeners, you have to understand that winning is the fullest expression of your being, fullest expression of who you are mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, of course, financially, but what's most important to me is legacy, okay? That is the big win, is what do you leave behind? What seeds are you dropping? Every word is a seed. Every thought is a seed, okay? What are you leaving behind? Because within 100 years from now, probably 50 years from now, everybody listening to this podcast is going to be gone. What is your legacy? What are you going to leave behind? And if life is a game, baby, play the game to win. Let's go. And that's how we, that's how life should be. It's all about winning and not giving up and, and pushing forward. Right. But one of the things I got to talk about is I love the legacy piece. How did you, how was that transition initially from playing football into corporate America or, you know, working that side of the business? Because you had a very tight structure when you played football and now you go to corporate America and you have different, how should I say this? Uh, different ways things happen in corporate America compared to when you play ball. Yeah. Corporate America, you know, you use words like processes and best practices and things like that. Right. Uh, yeah, that's fine. The way, the way I describe it is that corporate America is like a swimming pool. Being an actual entrepreneur business owner is like the ocean. Right. And so, professional football is kind of in between and this is what i mean the parameters are kind of broad wide there are rules here's you know certain you know practices and then after that let's go let's go and let's go get it and and well so the thing that i learned is taking those parameters those laws those methodologies and concepts infusing them into corporate America, blowing the doors off because in corporate America, the doors or the rules are even more stringent or the ideas and the methodologies are even more stringent. And I'm like, wait a second, man, let's just blow this thing out the water and let's win. So let me give you an an actual football example of that. And then I'm going to give you how that translated into corporate. So back in 82, 83, uh, Rex Ryan, uh, played for the, he was a coach for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he introduced this, him and a guy named Tobin introduced this defense called the 46. 
the 46 bear. And it was like, what the heck is, <laughs> is the, it was just brand new defense, a brand new defensive concept, right? They introduced it. They infused it into football. Now it fit within the parameters of the game, but it was so different and so ingenious. It just blew. They went to the Super Bowl off that defense. No one could stop that defense and the personnel that matched it for that defense. No one could stop it. That was a paradigm. And all success or all wins in life is made off of paradigms. You think about it. 1990, 91, computer first came out for public use. It's a paradigm. Boom. Whoever jumped on that paradigm is in business today. Whoever did not is out of business like the post office will soon be out of business because they didn't adjust <laughs> to the paradigm. Okay. So now let's move that into corporate America. Now check out is that when I moved from playing in the NFL into corporate America, it was a culture shock like I've never experienced in my life. The, the way the people move, the way that they act, their actual mindset, it just blew me away. It, in case in point was when we played sports, we analyzed our opponent. Like I knew everything about the guy I was going up against. The whole room knew what he had for breakfast. The whole new room knew his girlfriend's name, the wife's name, the, you know, the side <laughs> chick's name. And we, it's like, man, we've done extensive research. We know everything about our competitor. But in corporate America, they don't do that. They no. do a little bit of, well, a little bit of this, and but this is what we are going to do. How do you adjust to your competition? So I've learned. I know my competition. I drive around. I own, I own a security firm. So I drive around at night, and I talk to the security guards. And the questions I'm able to ask and pull from them, they don't know what I'm doing. I got the pay. I got their training. I got, I got manuals. I got everything on, on my competition. I know what they're going for. I know what to attack and what to stay away from because they might be just too strong. That's what I one of the one of the many strategies I pulled from sports into corporate America. It's a different way of thinking because it's a winning model and not a success model. So did you learn that specifically through sports or did you yes. get that from Okay. I was yes. wondering if it came back to family and so forth too, but that's, no. that's uh, totally different than most people approach corporate America and how you compared corporate America and being an entrepreneur, the ocean in, in the pool agree. The problem with corporate America. And I just, I say this out loud because I did almost 25 years in corporate America. Okay. If, if you can actually survive corporate America and become an entrepreneur, you're going to be heads and tails above everyone else. Just for the simple fact you went through that crap that went through you in, in corporate America that really, as you said, they don't put the time and effort into it. And then when you get to get into your own business, whatever you want to call it, um, startup, whatever, you actually have an upper hand against everybody else you're competing against. And you're doing it now with your security firm. You're taking that information and you're actually moving it to the other side and saying, OK, now I can do all these things with it and understand what my competition's doing. You're not going right. to get that from many people other than an entrepreneur that's hungry. Right, right. You know what? The last word, the last word you just said, hunger. Hungry, you know, yeah. Hunger. I mean, it's, it's like that That drive, that drive for you to win in the workplace, for you to dominate, that drive is so intense and it's so, it, it, it's, it's, if you don't have that, and if you allow life to strip you of that, 
three types of pe people, quitters, campers, and climbers. You are relegated to being a camper or a quitter. If that yep. hunger is not activated in you and you don't keep that and maintain that. Now, like, like, whoa, I do work with, you know, people, corporate. I do work with the state. I do work with the government. I do work with non-for-profits. And I can always tell who I'm dealing business with by the level of hunger that they have. Sometimes being comfortable is not good. In fact, most of the times being comfortable is not good. If you're not careful, your comfort zone will become your casket. That is the biggest prison of all is to make you comfortable, is to make you uh, uh, just, you know, lethargic. You know, I'm going through that right now as a former NFL football player. I'm like, man, look, I'm out of shape. You know, it's like, dude, <laughs> you cannot get comfortable. No, seriously. I'm like, dude, you can't. You, this is a sign of you being comfortable. Stay hungry. So I'm out there walking and doing some jogging and doing keto and starving myself with fat. How's that going? It's going. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's working because I do have a competitor. Okay. Oftentimes athletes, we fall apart because we don't have a war, but I do have a competitor. You know what that competitor, that competitor is me. Yep. It's the inside game. Remember, remember one time, I, man, listen, hope you don't mind because I'm just flowing right now, right? Remember one That's time, okay. Go listen, for it. One time I was uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not going to mention the receiver's name. And we won the game, but he dropped maybe one or two passes. And we're all cheering, and he's over there, you know, just folding his arms. I said, man, he is one selfish dude, man. He's selfish. <laughs> but then I began to understand what was happening. He said, yeah, we won this game, but I could have did better. He said, I'm not allowing you or the crowd to confirm or deny me. I know that I can do better. When everyone left the complex, he started lifting weights. I was like, after practice, he, he was going the next week until he improved his catches on the slant route. That is the inside game. The winner has to have the inside game, not the external game that people validate you, but the inside game. I know I'm mm -hmm. not in shape. I know that I'm slacking. I know that I'm lacking. I know that I can do better. And I'm not being authentic to me. Well, I got to step up. And every entrepreneur, every leader, you have to do that. Amen. And, and it's truthful, but I got to get back to one other thing, not just athletes, but everything you're talking about translates to life, life. in general. So you talked about the battle and, and or the war, excuse me, and, and what you need. Do we all need that to yes. be able to continue to push forward in life and, and say that we're not going to give up and we're not going to be that camper? Yes. Yes. Most people, I, you know what? I'll say that most people need it. You know, Here's the here's the analogy. Analogy. What are you gonna say? Water is water at 211 degrees. Everywhere around you, water. 200 at 212 degrees, one degree higher, water boils. Mm -hmm. And boiling water has changed the world. Boiling water from sanitation, boiling water to steam for the generators, and most great victories in life, they're not eight, 15 seconds, or, you know, guy got beat by a mile. It's no, it's within tenths of a second. When those guys at the combine run the uh, 40 yard dash, it's like, yep. 
if you run a 4.38, yeah, you got some money. You run a 4.2, oh, you got some money. It's that. Yeah. It's, it's in the inches. It's in the inches. Same thing yep. with corporate America, the presentation. It's in the inches. How do you separate yourself? Now, here's, yeah. here's the challenge. Water can't get to 212 by itself. Even with the sun, it can't get to 212 by itself. You have to have something that comes along like fire. You add it to the water and it takes it to the 212. A coach, a mentor, tragedy, adversity yes. brings the fire to push you yes. into the 212. And it's amazing how we let these things go and get in that comfort zone. I mean, entrepreneurship, if I knew what I knew, and, and this is the old adage, if I knew what I knew today when I started this 10 years ago, uh, <laughs> I would say, holy shit. But guess what? I'm an overnight success after 10 years, but that's right. that's just my life. But I lived many long nights of up all night trying to figure out how am I going to make this happen, making sure I get payroll taken care of, all these things that you have to do. And then, oh, by the way, I got to make sure I put a roof over my head, pay my bills, and I got to eat. And people don't see all these things in this journey of being an entrepreneur. They only see the happy joy, joy things and the results that you get there, but they don't understand the determination, the perseverance and the persistence or persistency that you have in this journey. That's all underneath. That's killing you, but you're doing it because your your passion is there. And that's what I, that's what I always tell people. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to be willing to give up practically everything in life. If you're wanting to eat, breathe, and sleep this process, because it's not easy for the, for the segment I'm in, I'm in the affordable housing space. So we build and develop affordable homes in the Midwest, Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana. So we're in a very tight margin business where, where we were at was I was just talking about how the entrepreneur journey is so tough and people don't realize if you don't so have tough. grit and determination, you're not going to make yep. it in in so corporate America doesn't teach you that they teach no. you. They don't teach you how to fish. They teach you that you get fed and people don't realize that. And they think that the entrepreneur journey is just that simple. I'm going to leave corporate America and I'm going to be successful And they're they've got these delusions of grandeur. And it's like, my God, you, you've been warped for so long. You've got to understand this is a grind. Right. You know, that's the, the school system. I agree. School, 100%. The school teaches you success. They don't teach you how to win. So when you look at the school system and how it's designed going all the way back to the creators of our school system, think about how it's hooked up. You there? I'm here. I'm here. Think about how it's school starts at eight o'clock. It's at eight o'clock. Lunch time is at eleven o'clock. Recess is at eleven o'clock. School gets out three on Saturday. You, Sunday, you have your summer break. That's your vacation time, and you're taught the same twelve times over. You're taught yes a little bit of math, a little bit of history. A little bit of spelling, a little bit of this. Uh, home ec, if you're like me, an athlete, you know, home ec and, and gym. <laughs> you, know, you go to the slow track and then you get the fast track. But you're taught the same thing like 12 times in a row. You're taught the same thing. And then they, and then, and then they do a really diabolical thing. 
they cap your mind and say, you are educated, you, you have achieved success. Then you, you don't learn about finances, you don't learn about cash flow, you don't learn about taxes, you don't learn about marriage, you don't learn about all the things mm -hmm. about grit. Yes. Guess what? Which is why, according to the SBA, a close to 90% of all businesses fail within the first five years. Duh. We have many equipped to yes. win. Yep. But there's a shift. And, and go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Finish up. Uh, there is, there is no, a no. shift. And the shift is now people are going back to their trades through technology. So now this person's a web designer. This person does, you know, influencing. This person does this. This person, we're kind of shifting back to that in a sense. But yeah, yeah. And it's it's amazing because you touched on a bunch of, I mean, it's a huge other topic we can go on school. But one of the things that we do, uh, I have a, a private coaching practice where we actually do financial coaching for some of the people that come to us um, to buy homes through our nonprofit. But on the other side of that, I also have coaching that I, I've connected with other people in the industry where I pretty much help broke doctors, broke attorneys, and broke airline pilots. And they all come to me for the same reason, because they want me to fix their problems. And they think because they're making a half a million dollars a year that they shouldn't be broke. Well, it all boils down to is systematically – they, they've never been taught the things that you were talking about, and, and that is financial literacy. They don't understand right. how to handle money or, or work with it in general at all. Right, right. Most people, 80% of all NFL athletes are broke two years after they leave the game. They're broke. Is, I mean, is that a hard – I mean, I've seen the stats – is that truly a real number? 80% after two years are broke? Yeah. So I uh, I pulled that stat from Coach Dungy uh -huh. with, with, the, with the Indianapolis Colts. And that's, that's the stat. And, and, and I looked up some other ones. 80% are either broke or bankruptcy or divorced two years after they leave the game. Wow. That's amazing. Is that is that just NFL or is that all athletes? Uh, the stat I saw was just. Okay, cool. I mean, that's that's sad. I, and and doesn't the NFL have some type of financial literacy course that they give rookies oh, as they yeah. come in? The NFL does an amazing job. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not one of the guys that, you know, I'm going to crap on the NFL. You know, they've done a Man, they've done an amazing job. They've done great work. But it takes longer than just a 90-day course. It takes oh, because you gotta change your mind. I agree. You know, it's a lifestyle change yeah. and, and it's all about it's all about change. I we haven't talked about it. Your inner has to match your outer. So if you don't understand it on the inside and what you're portraying on the outside don't match, you're in trouble. Because yes. it's ultimately going to lead you down the road. And, and that's the same concept I have to deal with. So when these individuals that are home buyers, they're unbankable. They've never had a bank account. They work in the secondary credit market to where they go to sled lots. I don't know if you're familiar with their buy here, pay here credit, uh, car mm -hmm. lots mm -hmm. doing that. And, and I even have to deal with some corner bookies 
that these guys have taken money out so I can help them with this process. But their whole mindset is I don't deserve traditional credit. So guess what? I'm not going to go for it. So I'm just going to live in this world. And, and I have to be uh, not just a coach. I have to be a friend, but then also a counselor and let them know that you can do better. You just have to want it. And, right. and you have to really bust your hump to get there. Right, right, right. That is, man, that is so true. And one of the secrets to that, and I don't want to like move in, move into your world, but no, 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 go for secrets, it. One, one of the secrets to that is your associations. You got to change your associations. You got to change the people you talk to, people you run with. You have to change that. You got to uh, do like with, you have to be willing to do like with other people. Uh, one of the things that I'm learning, okay, and you know, I'm not too, um, too prideful to admit this is be very careful who you who you take advice from be very careful who you collaborate with i mean my linkedin inbox blows up every day you know hey i'm a ninja i'll teach you how to fight (laughs) (laughs) hey you know i will build a funnel i will build you a funnel i will have 50 million, you know, I'm just like, oh, you know, and, and for a season, I was like, for real, you can do that. I was like, but you know what? It all came back to not came back to zero until I found people who were really winners, who yeah. were top winners. And then I said, okay, Mr. Top winner, Mrs. Top winner, Miss Top winner, who do you recommend? And they're like, you know what? Guess what? This guy right here, this young lady right here, boss call her and then i'm in their circle so when they come to me talking about what they can do i'm like no 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 no. i can soon learn to do it if you let me see it done i can watch your hand in motion but your tongue too fast may run i need to see results and people at that level don't hang around people at a certain level i already know that so if i get into your click and when you say call this person i know you're a boss because you're not gonna be around them if you're not it's, it's, it's a mental shift and go and I, and I can relate to that because going from being corporate world to an entrepreneur, and then I had to go out and pitch, you know, to investors that I was not in anywhere, shape or form in their realm. And I think I had about 15 or 20 turndowns before I got my yep. first yes. And I had to find a good coach, mentor, however you want to describe it that helped me understand that inner circle of these individuals because they're high net worth people. And what we were trying to do, people didn't believe in affordable housing or sustainable housing development because they're like, why do I want to go into some of these neighborhoods and I'm not going to get a 25 or 30% return on my money? Well, guess what? It's not just about the money because then in the end, the city comes back and says, okay, we're going to grant you another million bucks to build houses. Well, that's free money. So that goes to the bottom line, which helps us in the long term, but you're able to pass that along and do right by the home buyers. So we always err to the side of the home buyer and people that unfortunately that have money and um, how do I say this, have never had to struggle, don't realize that a good deed always goes a long way. And if you don't ask for anything in return, that's just part of life and part of this journey that makes you feel good inside. 
And that was a tough thing for me to crack because those type of individuals in my life, in my corporate life, I wouldn't even associate with because I thought they were POSs because I didn't think they were real people and all they were about themselves. And I had to learn some hard lessons in the entrepreneur realm with that and, and understanding that didn't take money from people I didn't want to, but in the end, I found the right match and the right balance and being able to work with the right investors that had the right desire and dream and surrounding yourself with that core group of people is critical. Yes. Yes. It's everything. And to be able to crack that. Yes. One of the things, one of the hard lessons that I'm learning and, and, and I mean, this is going to sound kind of like crazy Neo matrix, like, right. But one of the hard things that I'm actually learning is, is that when you want to get to a certain level, you have to become another person. Okay. You do. You have to become your energy shifts, your attitude shifts, your, your, um, your, your mindset shifts. You have to, you cannot be the, per- listen, Mr. Mrs. Entrepreneur, you cannot be the person you are. Correct. And expect amazing thing. It doesn't fit in you. It, it will not fit. You got to become somebody else. You have to be willing to take out the spiritual sword and kill some things in you. Let some things go. You got to forgive. You got to create capacity. You got to release things. You got to be willing to grow and, and, and just be embarrassed and grow. Do you know the average millionaire has filed for bankruptcy, I think, three times, according to no, Google? Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. According to Google, the average millionaire has filed for bankruptcy three times. What happened? They tried, they failed, they tried, they failed, they tried. And every failure is tuition. They learned, they learned, they learned, they learned. And then they came back and they did it again. The one thing, the undergird, the underneath of all of this, everything that we're talking about right now, if, if we were to bring it to one head, is persistence through resistance. Love it. Persistence and consistency is the two things. Yes. And, and I'm a, I'm a two-time failure entrepreneur. I mean, I'm on my yes. third business. Yes. My first two failed and I didn't have to file bankruptcy, thank God, but I failed and it put me into a lot of debt, but I was able to you know get it taken care of over the years, but I failed and I learned a lot about myself. And on this journey, I got to apply some of those things, but on this journey, I've had some huge monumental failures that I thought were going to bring me to my knees and put me in the poorhouse and put me into bankruptcy because I made some really crappy decisions. And I'll be honest, I really didn't think I'd be where I'm at today. And I went through some pretty tough times. And I don't know how to describe it other than if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have to really put on your big boy pants or big girl pants and understand that you're going to make some serious mistakes and you're not going to hit a home run right out of the chute and you possibly might fail, but it depends on that failure and what you do with it is the next turnaround. That this is what scares me about our culture currently right now, because we don't, we don't allow our kids to fail anymore. Yep. That when they play sports at the end of the game, they got the tunnel. They all run through. Oh, I ran, ran through the tunnel. You all did. You're all winners. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's, it's horrible. Not, if a student gets gets a D on the test, the kid is shamed. But there's no intervention. 
there's no like wait 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 we need to stop 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 right now get around this kid fertilize this kid fertilize the dream in the kid call the king out of the kid yeah we don't do that and so then they move through life they become shell shocked or or when they face adversity when they face pain when they face rejection when they face bullying they they concave they just implode or they'll never step out because the pain was so great. Failure is tuition. That's it. You're going to pay tuition when you go to a four-year college or you're going to pay tuition in life. Failure is tuition. Entrepreneurs, failure is your tuition. Amen. I, that's that's great. I, I, I'm going to probably steal that at some point and put Please. it on the teaser because it, it it's that's that is the those are words of wisdom because that's truly just life in general look 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 look. i was i was kicked out of two schools for disciplinary issues i left high school with a 1.62 accumulative gpa not on my act voted most likely to fail i i had to repeat the first grade one of six kids single parent south side of columbus ohio struggled and 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 sir that's the edited version of what i went through the only reason why i'm here today or well, there's two reasons one is <laughs> I, one is because of god okay i give all my credit so i hope that doesn't offend you or your or your nope. audience okay it's all that's, all good that's number one and number two is persistence i <laughs> listen i remember when my high school coach kicked me off the team bro he said get off my field I, I just got kicked out of one school. I went to another school. I was really like rebellious and angry. And he saw I was loafing in practice. And so he immediately isolated me in front of everyone. He said, Sean Harper, get off my field. Get off my field right now. And I went to the locker room. I threw down my helmet. I know I'm, my mom's going to write a letter, you know, <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> I went back out there. I went back out there. And I stood by that coach for three drills. And finally, he stopped and looked at me and said, what do you want? I looked him square in the eye. I said, Coach Bohannon, get back in line. But what have happened? Persistence. Yep. Yes. Exactly. But what, I mean, we'll get cl- we're getting close to wrapping up here. But I got to ask, what do you think has gone wrong with society in general of why we don't teach this more often and and maybe not society just how about in life why are we not persistent anymore the reason is because we're so enamored we are so we are so enamored by the story and we don't want to talk about the grit on your way to the glory so that you can see the story we focus on the story in social media we focus on the story on the facebook we focus on the story on tv I mean, the actual glory, but we don't talk about the grit that leads to the glory so that you can see the story. We take that out. So if, hey, I want to be an influencer. I want to be a billionaire. You don't see the sleepless nights. You don't see the tears. You don't see the pain. You don't see that. So guess what? You'll never have that. And then you get frustrated because you don't have the results. Yep. That is totally 100% right. And you don't, People don't take that as a learning experience and understand what's on what's underneath the hood to be able to get to where you need to be. There's a lot of problems that go along with that. And man, I, I don't know how else to describe it. We can beat this horse dead, but until you change that mentality of I want to win, 
uh, and I want to get on top. And the only way to do that is, you know, persistency and consistency. There's not much else I can keep on talking about on that topic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sir. Sean, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. You, you're a, a great motivator and everything that you're doing. Thank you. Uh, at some point, we'll have to circle back around and get you back on. We can we could have a whole other conversation. Man, you got to have me back on the show. I'm oh, like, I've got, I'm, hey, listen, hey, 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 this is listen. just this is just one show. I've got two shows. Dude, so I I've got another pumped. one. I am pumped. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, let's go. Let's go to practice right now. That's the way I'm ready to work out. Thank you so there much. There you go. Man. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you for coming on. Have all a good right, one. Right. See ya. Okay.